Hello, everybody. This is Jay Denson of Fit Health Well Podcast. I'm very excited today uh, because there's a topic that I've been wanting to discuss for some time, um, and it's Zumba, right? So uh, I think I've covered a lot. I have a lot more ground to cover because we're still early in our seasons and things like that. But Zumba is a, a, a pretty dope way of working out and a pretty active way, actually. And yeah. the young lady that I'll be introducing you to today she is very active on social media. I mean, from dance, getting herself involved. I've seen her dancing with her friends. Um, I've also seen her dancing with her kids. And, 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 you know, that's what it's about. I think that's when I bring these episodes to you guys. You know, I'm trying to introduce not only just different alternatives to working out, but having fun while doing it. Uh, so, you know, I specifically know what Zumba is, but again, I'll, for anyone that's listening to this and may not know what Zumba is, um, we're going to go dive deep into that and going to have someone explain that to you. Uh, I first met this young lady at the uh, Queens 10K half, I mean, the Queens 10K here in New York City. Uh, we were both running at the time. Uh, then I just kept a contact with her. And just during that entire time, um, she's been very, very active in terms of fitness. Um, with that being said, you know, I want to give everyone the opportunity to meet in a very, very special person, a very, very, really good Zumba instructor, Michelle. Michelle, how are you doing today? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jay, for having me. Yeah, thank you. So- I can actually introduce what Zumba is more about. Absolutely. And thank you for being a guest. I'm always grateful, you know, when people decide to spend time out their day um, and, and, and kind of take part in this podcast. So before we get into Zumba, I want to give everybody a, just a little brief background about yourself. Um, so mm-hmm. let everybody know, you know, about yourself and, and just pretty much how did you get into fitness overall? Um, so basically, our, our connection is still good. Sorry. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, so basically, how I started Zumba, I was a stay-at-home mom for quite a while. And 2014, I started running. And by 2000, 2014, I started running. But I have my certificate as a Zumba instructor in 2013. So for quite a while now. And so um, how did I start Zumba? One, because I love dancing. It, it's like... it. It gives you the confidence, basically. It's the confidence of no matter if you're offbeat, um, you just put all your energy. And that's what Zumba is all about. It's basically, it's a program with, you know, a uh, Colombian dancer, uh, the choreographer, which is Alberto Beto. Um, and he is the, uh, the founder of Zumba since 1990s. So basically... Um, it's a Latin music, mainly 80% Latin and some 10% American that can go from hip hop to jazz to any kind of music they would you like to do. Um, the good thing about Zumba, especially when you love dancing, it doesn't matter what kind of 
body tempo you have. You don't have to have that kind of rhythm that dancers have, right? So you just basically have to really enjoy the music. And everything is count by four or six, or you just go by the beat and when the music change. And that's the wonderful about Zumba. And it's only like maybe the most four types of movement. And the rest is just the same thing over and over. So it really depends on you how much advantage of dancing you want to put into it. But again, the wonderful thing about Zumba is that from children to senior citizen can do the dance. Um, you can make it into um, easier to the hardest fitness, however you like it. And I, for me, I like to mix everything, not just dancing, but I also like to put more fitness to it. Absolutely. That sounds great. Like it's definitely a merge of, like you said, it's the Latin American um, <clears throat> vibe to it in, in terms of dancing and, and with the rhythms. And, um, you know, I know there's so many levels to it. Let's just say, for example, someone's just starting out with Zumba and, and they're like, Michelle, you know, I'd love to join one of your classes, but I, I don't know anything about Zumba. Uh, what kind of program would you start them with? Um, it's not really so much a what kind of program. So. So there is, well, there is different types of Zumba. There's advanced, there's easier one. So for me, when I start teaching my class, I always need to know, I always, you know, um, ask who are the first timer and have ever done some kind of fitness. But that's, that's the thing. You don't even have to be fit to do the Zumba as long as you can move. And you know how to have fun and scream. That's what it's all about. And one thing about being a Zumba instructor and as a, as a, as a student, because even though I'm a Zumba instructor, I like to join other um, Zumba instructor classes. So I also learn from them. So it's all about the energy you put in, how much you love to dance, and once you get comfortable, seriously, it, you, it makes you keep on going in the class. And the most thing I have to say, everybody's friendly. Everybody's friendly. It doesn't matter if you don't have rhythm. You have like the best awesome, you know, rhythm in the world. But it's, everybody's in the same, you know, way of thinking, I'm going to have fun today. It's Zumba class. It's dancing. So... And that's what I think that's what's pretty dope about it, right? It's um, <clears throat> like you said, anyone of any fitness levels can join. Um, the steps are, are basic and I think easy enough to learn. Yeah. In that environment, I, I, I tell you, like, I've never seen a Zumba a class where no one's not having fun, right? So I think that's that's what's so incredible um, about this art form um, in this in this in this routine. Um, in terms of like energy, because I know how long two two questions. How long typically is a Zumba class? And then the second thing is, if anyone wants to know this, uh, how many calories would you, on average, would you say you're burning uh, doing Zumba? Um. The length of the class usually runs from 40 to an hour, but usually 40 minutes. Uh, with my class, I make sure 45 minutes class, the length of time. And then the rest is basically stretching and breathing as well. Because um, a lot of times we forget to breathe. I know it sounds crazy, but I do too. When 
even when we're running, right? When we run, we forget to breathe because we're so focused on what we're doing. So I do the 45 minutes length, totally just dancing, having fun, then just stretching, then um, the breathing exercise. Um, then you ask me, um, I'm sorry, what's the second question? Oh, yeah. The first question was the, uh, the length of it. And then the second question uh, give me one second. I forget the second question. The backup I had. Uh, I, I was thinking too fast. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I should have wrote it down on my show notes. Um, the length, the length is definitely something that. Oh, how many calories? Minutes. That's what it was. How many? Okay. Yeah, how many yes. Calories? How many calories? I'm so sorry, Jay. Um, it's okay. It really depends on you. Um, you can go hard. Like, let's say when we do jumping jacks, right in class. Doing jumping jacks, let's say you do it for 10 minutes, you can burn 300 calories, literally. But it depends on how much power and energy you put into it. Like one thing, um, one thing about Zoom, I have to say, it's different teaching in Zoom virtually than in person because my students gives me that energy. In Zoom, you have to energize yourself, you know, and, <laughs> and that's the hard part for me. Um, so it really depends on you. If I say put your um, high knees, right? If you do it slow, of course, you're not going to burn as much calories as the other person. But again, it really depends on you, your, um, how fast your movement, um, um, how much energy you put into it. Because I, I, I can say, let's do salsa. Some people, like for me, enable for me to sweat. I have to put so much energy. Like I, have to feel, I feel like I have to work harder. So it's the same thing with anyone who joins my class. So there's really no pressure when you're in the class. It depends on how fast, how much pressure, I mean, how much energy you want to put into your dancing. Definitely. And, and, you know, that's the, I think, again, that's the most versatile thing about this, right? It's, uh, it, it feels like a program or, or, or more so just, a, you know, art form of like, you're going to get what you put out of it, right? Because we all know, you know, even whether you're just going to the gym and working out, you know, we all can go there for an hour, but depending on the type of intensity that you bring is really going to dictate, you know, the amount of calories you're burning, right? And the benefits and things like that. Um, I know, I know Zumba is very music driven based. Um, yes. So what I, what I want to ask you, and I know, you, I know you're very knowledgeable in this. Um, what kind of music do is typically covered in Zumba? So, you know, you mentioned salsa, um, more Latin genres like bachata, and I would assume samba and things like that. Um, are, are, are all of those things incorporated in Zumba? And is it only exclusive to Latin American music or is it anything that's upbeat? It's actually anything that's upbeat. It depends on the Zumba instructor. Uh, it could go, there's hip hop in there. There's cumbia. You know, every Latin music you can think of is part of it. And it's up to you what kind of style of dancing you want to put into it. Some people like hip hop incorporating with Latin, even jazz incorporating with Latin. So everything's pretty much with Latin, but they can also mix it up with different types of American music. 
Nice. And I, I, I think I even seen some some Zumba. They had the Afro beats. I think Afro beats is yes. really popular, right? During Zumba yes, class. Yes, Afro beats. I'm sorry. Yes. I see, yeah, I see a lot of Afro beats um being incorporated. So that's that's really really good. Um, just so that someone can visualize this as well, because I know you mentioned this earlier. You said there's a stretching session towards the end of your classes. Um, just walk us through what a typical Zumba class looks like. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, typical classes, you'll, you'll probably do maybe a five to 10 minute stretch and they'll start off light um, and then really kind of get into the gist of the workout. Uh, does Zumba follow that model or do the, do you guys do something a little different? Um, it really depends on the structure again. But what it is we have, it's called um, warm-up. We have like, your warm-up can go from just one song, three minutes long or two and a half minutes long. And then as you go, then you do some light merengue, you know, it will progress. But again, it depends on, there's no really proper um, structure. So it's basically how you want to teach your class. And also as an Azumba instructor, you need to see what kind of students you have. There are, you know, like if you've seen your students every day, you know how they are. You know how you're going to be able to teach them. So, so let's say if I start teaching my senior citizens, I know cool, you know, warm up, which is stretching for them, um, slow music. Then it will gradually progress to more fast music. Then we have a cool down at the end of let's say forty minutes, and so that way nobody gets hurt, right? So we do the stretching, um, warm up in the beginning. Then we do s some fast, slow uh, fitness in between. Then at the end, we do the cool down because we already know our heart rate is up. Our muscles already worn out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> it's already, <laughs> it's so already uh, pumping and all that stuff. So we know we need to stretch out and breathe and all that stuff. Definitely. It, um, you know, I heard you mention like, you know, you have your, your clients as well as the senior citizens. And we had that discussion, too, uh, prior to um, us going live. Um, what is fast paced, though, for, for senior citizens? Right. Because like, I feel like we uh, as we've gotten older, especially in this generation, we've uh -huh. broken the mold of what senior citizens are. Right. Like we, I, I think you and I we probably agree on this when we were younger. We thought 65 and 70 was like decrepit and bent over with a cane. And I'm looking at most 65-year-olds and they're running marathons and they're fit. Yes. Um, right? So like from your yes. experience, um, like what is fast-paced for your for your specific uh, senior citizens class? What kind of music are you playing and, and what's the tempo like? Okay. One thing about when I said senior citizens, they can go from 70 95 and never underestimate them that's one thing i've learned you can have the fastest merengue sound or even reggaeton and even reggae no matter how fast and how much intense you put into it they will move they don't want to see an instructor are more um um, worried about them getting hurt. Of course, you have to be, in, you know, uh, attentively watching them to make sure they don't hurt themselves, right? Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. One of them is stretching. 
um, touching your toes. I mean, I know I can do it. I know they can't. But I make sure when they're trying to touch their toes, I am attentively watching them. And I tell them, look at me. Don't look down. You look at me when you're trying to touch your toes. Because I don't know if you know, when, when we're so active in the middle of our workout, you try to look down, you end up going to, you know, um, not pass out, um, blackout. Blackout, yeah. Because all that blood going to go up to your head. So it's, it, so it's not so much of how slow um, that we have to teach them. It's more, again, it's the energy you put out. Mm-hmm. And they appreciate that. Even if I'm going so fast for them, they will keep up with you. So that's my biggest take- kind of thing. Yeah, that's my biggest takeaway. I definitely learned that from you is, is I, I think so many people may underestimate, you know, the physical abilities, right, like of our senior citizens. And, you know, they take a class like that. And I would just imagine just even being a silent observer um, to see the amount of energy and how, it, how much they're able to keep up, right? It kind of gives them a new life. Yes. On the opposite end of that, I, I know you mentioned as well, you know, you've taught kids Zumba. Uh, what's that experience like and, and how's the energy? Um, well, it definitely gets me tired. <laughs> 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 With the children, um, um, not only you're giving out that energy to them, but that you also have to embrace the fact that they're either not going to do it, they will do it, or they will go against you at, like they were absolutely not going to do it because I, I, I teach from kindergarten to eighth grade. This is, after, you know, before the pandemic. I do the after school program as well. So um, I specialize is basically recreational. That's what I do. Um, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work with the children, but it's, it's, I have to say it's a good experience for me. And I think I think the benefit to that too, especially for kids, is like you know the majority of kids at least I've witnessed they love dancing and things like that. I think that's why TikTok is so popular. Um, so you know if you're able to work in an exercise routine, um, the parallels with that, right? It's it's a win-win situation, and even if they like it, right? Whether they decide to do it, you know, commit to it full time, or they just do it something as a recreational thing, um, it's, it's it's so beneficial. Um, with COVID, you know, I know, I know you definitely have the Zoom classes and, and COVID, I think it's affected the, not that I think I know it's affected the health and wellness community in so many ways, right? Like home workouts has grown with gyms being closed or at least limited in capacity. Um, and then group, to me, from what I've observed as well, group fitness classes are the ones that has suffered the most, right? Because yes. of the uh, right indoor and things like that. Uh, how have you been able to alternate uh with that now with the weather being warm are you providing outdoor classes as well or is everything strictly zoom how have you you been able to navigate well right now because um i work with zoom you know with senior citizen in zoom um last year sometime in august i started doing outside uh, group fitness in the park um, that one it's okay. Um, but again, now a lot of people want to be outside doing mm-hmm. fitness, you know? Um, and I know, especially in New York city area, people, uh, 
instructors who are group instructors, they're the one who's suffering the most because it's harder for them, especially for those who doesn't have a lot of followers. Um, they just go to the gym and teach. But the, the ones who are famous, when I mean like they have lots and lots of people follower, you know, they can have a Zoom and people are still willing to pay so they can make some money, right? Um, but because of this pandemic, it's hard, harder for, for the instructors to say, okay, you know what, we're going to have a Zoom. Some people said, you know, I can have my own fitness just watching YouTube. Why would I want to pay for Zoom, you know? So that's the, the only thing about being a group instructor. Um, you still want to teach, but not a lot of people want to pay just watching on, on, on the screen. So. You brought up a really, yeah, that's a really valid point, Michelle, that you brought up because I, I think that's the response and the attitude that a lot of people have now, especially during COVID is, is you know what, if I want to achieve the same results, I can do it at home, um, which is, you know, again, I'm, I'm all for, you know, if it's cost effective, if it works for you, that's fine. Um, but <laughs> I don't think anything, and you, you, you mentioned this earlier in our interview, um, there's nothing like being there, right? Or having the experience and, um, you know, being, being, hearing the, the speakers bump, right? It's just not the same thing. Um, you know, uh, you can watch, uh, whether you're into concerts or whether you're into sporting events, you can watch that stuff on TV. But, you know, if you're courtside at any of these things, it's a total different experience, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I think it, it's something to take away that, you know, once we get back to some type of norm that we were once familiar with, and I, I kind of, if I'm going to put a date on that, I always say 20, 2022 and beyond, where I can kind of see us going out in, in the capacity that we were used, used to before this, um, that would tend wow. to work, right? Um, yes. When you, before COVID, when you, I, I would assume you had, a certain amount of people that you you've done it and then after during COVID in August what were your numbers like so like I would assume you had bigger classes prior to COVID now with social distancing and outdoors like what are you looking at in terms of, of how many people you have during the classes well so far with my senior citizen it varies but with my senior citizens um, I usually have from 20 to 25 which is great um, because again, they're not willing, they're not, not willing, they're not going to be able to actually go back to their regular recreational life, like actually go to the center because they're high risk. So they would rather to just stay home. So with my Zoom, I'm okay because, um, but this, the thing is, is with me, it's not about money. It's great. I get paid, but it's more for me. I want people to join me, join me with, with, with the journey of just being stay fit. Um, you know, it's just the constant interaction. And I have such a big heart when it comes to senior citizens, because I really feel bad for them. They don't have as much interaction, as much uh, fitness right now, especially now because of COVID. Now for the children, they can just go to the park run you know use their muscles but mainly for senior citizen is what more i'm devoting myself for now because i know they need more help than anyone else out there that's how i see it and before the covid started 
you know, I also have my full-time job and um, I do, I usually do more events. <laughs> I usually mm-hmm. do more events than actually working for the gym. So for the children, I do the after-school program, which is after my work at four o'clock, I go straight to certain, uh, I have like four different schools that I go to, to teach dance fitness. So, it's nice. Yeah. That sounds good. And then, like, what kind of message do, are you typically giving giving your your clients? Right. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure you different instructors have different ways of motivating your clients either before or after class. You know, what are just either some success stories or some encouraging words that you have for your clients? So I basically, if if I don't know them, they don't know me. The first thing I tell them: enjoy and have fun. Don't worry about your body how it looks because once you're done with my class that's why I always tell them you will shine you will feel confidence about yourself because what it is is that you're actually working out and it's not just some fitness you dancing the way you want to dance it's the attitude you want to put into it that's right <laughs> you got me you got me motivated listening yeah. to that that's pretty good oh um, and I, I you know again man i i just think it's a little it's 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 pretty dope man like again like watching it and having i didn't know what it was a, a couple years back and then i started doing my research and i even partake in a couple of zumba classes before and i have to say it really is fun like I, at least for me personally and i'm only speaking from my personal experience but it just felt like i was in a dance class the entire time and i felt good the whole way doing it um yeah. in terms of your kids you know i i see them they're into it they're dancing just as much as you um with the TikTok thing, did you kind of discover TikTok on your own or was it something you observed your kids doing and then you thought about, you know, doing some of your Zumba moves for TikTok? How did that happen? Well, when my younger daughter, I have three children. When my younger daughter was younger, she comes, you know, she come with me wherever I go. She's she's my uh, partner in crimes. But now as they get older, they are 10 13 going 14 and I have a son who's going into 16 years old right before when I tell come on let's do Zumba they'll do it let's go running they'll go with me because they're getting older they're like ah I don't want to do this so because they're so into TikTok I've you know you need to be able to connect with them and able to understand them. So because they enjoy TikTok, I said, hey, you know what? We can do TikTok while we're doing Zumba. I can do that too. I, you know, like I, it's, it's almost like you have to see where their level at, not just like let's teach. You know how like certain people, not just being an instructor, a fitness instructor, any, any uh, teachers, it doesn't matter if you're a teacher in class, like school, it's really how you can connect with your students. How can you, you know, take their attention away from what they want to do to actually bring them to what you can do with them? Exactly. So, and I think you brought up, them. yeah, you brought up a really good point, right? I think uh, with the TikTok thing as well, it kind of bridges the gap uh, between, you know, adults and, and kids. And I've seen all types of videos. I've seen young kids yeah. with their grandparents getting them involved in it, um, with their own parents yeah. and even their peers, right? Those are the things I appreciate about TikTok. And, and you found, you've definitely been successful at, um, you know, incorporating what you do and what you love um, into TikTok and getting your family involved. So that's, that's pretty, pretty good. In terms of your kids being active, uh, 
is that something that you encourage or they kind of like do that on their own, you know, through watching you? Uh, how, how do you as a mom uh, make sure that your kids, you know, maintain being active and, and not just sitting at home playing video games all day? Um, it's something that I encourage because I know how important it is um, for them, especially with the COVID, the pandemic. Um, they just actually started you know, being in the computer, in their phone, and my sons just started doing the Xbox because they have nothing else to do. But what it is with me, I told them, you can do whatever you want as long as you can do the A, B, and C, which means move, move around, go outside, do something. My son work out every day. He go outside my house and he work out. My daughter, um, the middle one, uh, Isabel, she's the one who's turning 14 soon. We go for a walk. We walk because she's not so much into fitness, which I get that. But we go for a walk. My daughter, the youngest one, she does the dancing with me. So, yes, nice. I encourage it for my children. Yes. That's so good. And, and again, it's good to see. Um, you know, if any of you guys want to check check Michelle out, you can definitely check out her videos on, on, on Instagram and things like that. And then I'm going to give you this opportunity, Michelle. Um, first of all, to thank you for, for putting time aside to speak to us and speak to the listeners and kind of educate us on um, Zumba. It was really an engaging um, conversation. And it was some things about Zumba that I didn't realize as well, too, in, in, in the ways that you uh, motivated your clients, um, just giving yeah. them that encouragement, right? And, and senior citizens not underestimating them, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Now's the opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity of if you have Zoom classes or if there's anything that you, you're working on that you'd like to promote, um, here's the opportunity to do that. And then also please share your socials in case anyone likes to follow you. Sure. Um, basically, I have an Instagram. It's called M2M underscore Zin as uh, Z-I-N. So basically, no pressure. I just want you to have fun if you want to continue dancing and incorporate it with, with fitness. Absolutely. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, whoever I follow, uh, you can also check it out. There are also great instructors out there, not just me, but I just love the fact that that I can interact even not in per even not in person, but also through Zoom. That's another thing. It gives us confidence. I mean, I, seriously, I can't stand face, you know, FaceTiming. <laughs> yeah. But I have to say, there's some good positive came out of a uh, pandemic, right? Uh, gives us confidence talking through Zoom, through FaceTime. So that's that's a great thing about it. We always have to look at the positive side at the bad time. Exactly. I think that's the dope. I think that's the dope part too about the the what where we are now. The good part about it is that um, you know, a lot of us are being more creative uh, and, and ways for us to keep in contact with each other. So you know, whether it's for work, right, or in a platform like this, uh, whether it's a yeah. podcast or just group meetings, um, we're having more face to face time. I think there's a uh, there's a sense of disconnect when we're just text messaging each other all day, and you know, we don't have that that conversation that we used to. Um, but I do definitely hope that we can get back to what we were familiar with uh, two years ago, right? Going on two years ago where, you know, we can just go outside, we can exercise and we can partake in a lot of the things that we used to do before, um, you know, just without the fear of the virus. So, you know, we'll be okay. I would say to anybody out there, you know, if you're working out and, and, and maintaining your, your wellness, just keep keep doing that. And yeah, I guess my final thing to you, if you have a message to anybody just during this, this COVID period, what kind of advice would you give them to kind of just keep going and stay healthy? 
Um, just basically find an outlet that you actually enjoy. Um, I have to say, um, I actually enjoy walking besides doing Zumba. Um, there's so many, so many videos in YouTube. Um, if you don't even want to do or watch anything from your screen, just basically step out and take a nice walk. It, it, it actually helps you and not to think about what's going on in the world right now. 